Hi ladies, we are Andrea and Carol coming at you from the International Women's Association in Graz, Austria. We are women supporting women in all stages and seasons of life and from different parts of the world. Our members come from different backgrounds and life experiences and we are excited to share them here with you. For more information, we invite you to check us out on our website at iwagraz.org. Und jetzt, los geht's! Welcome back to Expectations! Hello, Andrea! Hello, Carol, and hello, everyone! Yeah, hi to our listeners. How's everybody doing out there? Rocking and rolling, I hope. Ah, what a lovely, lovely day. Andrea, I'm dying to know because you just finished drinking a fabulously looking smoothie. What was in it? <laughs> uh, so quite honestly, uh, it was two deciliter. Well, I'm not sure how much is that in uh, the States, but in Europe. <laughs> okay. <go laughs> that's it. like a cup, cup of milk. And uh, I have to say non-dairy milk. Okay. And no, no, no. It's dairy milk, but it's lactose fry. Okay. Dairy Good milk? to know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. And um, uh, two, two spoons of uh, some vanilla protein shake or something. Yes. And uh, like a handful of uh, frozen berries, wild berries, mm. and so on. Yeah. It's Tasty. something. Um, really fast to make normally usually i try to make make it from all like healthy okay. uh, ingredients but yeah i had to hurry up so protein <laughs> shake is like good to go yeah throw it all together and see yeah why works. not why not <laughs> well it's perfect it's very fitting as soon as i saw you sipping it i thought what a great way to start and kick off our little episode we're going to chat today about food which of course, for me see you're <laughs> laughing and i'm like i'm not a foodie you know as people would say i'm not oh, like really? yeah i'm not obsessed with food even though there are times that i can say i can get obsessed with a food um i'm not like a food person i know there are people out there that live to eat good food but no and, and not and I'm not saying that in a bad way either like but just live for really good food you know like and can really savor a flavor or a meal or a spice and when they eat something they can taste the actual ingredients you know when you watch I don't know if you watch these cooking shows sometimes of but course I do See, that's what I mean. Like, and you, you see these chefs on there sometimes that say, yeah, I can taste the nutmeg or I can taste the turmeric. And I'm going, what? I don't taste <laughs> any of that jazz. It's just a yellow thing of gravy. What do you mean you taste turmeric? <laughs> yeah, I have to admit I'm not on that level. Okay. And most of the time, I don't even know like the names of the stuff and yeah. what are they even. But uh, yeah, I, I am a foodie. I would say I, I, I am a foodie. What is your favorite kind of food that you like oh, to eat? Colorful one. Oh, <laughs> <So>, colorful. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a visual person. Okay. So for me personally, uh, it's more about the presentation than oh. the actual food. So, so do you find if it's presented really well, it tastes better to you? For me personally, yes. Wow. And when I cook for myself, 
my husband always laughs, but I do prepare food to be really nice on the plate. Okay. And um, if it's possible to have as much as colors uh, as I can, sometimes okay. it's not possible. I do like to decorate food and he's like, but we are at home. It's just two of us. And I'm like, I don't care. You're at home putting garnishes on the plate. Yeah. He's like, I just want to eat, woman. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think yeah. it's great, though. You're not the first person I've heard who said that the look of the food, the presentation of the food makes a difference in how it tastes. That's really, that's cool. But I, I am that kind of person. It's, it's not just with the food. It's, I like beautiful things. Okay. I, I like things that are beautiful to me. And it's about the feeling you get. Like, I feel satisfied yeah. when I watch something beautiful. Yeah. When I look at something beautiful, it doesn't have to be beautiful, like, for everyone. No, but it but has to be nice for me. Yeah. 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 So do you like to, I mean, when you cook at home, are you doing like the drizzle effect or, you know, where you'll drizzle like a, a dressing or a raspberry something or a gravy over top and make it? Yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes. Yeah. And I do a lot of desserts. Not, not right now. I have to admit, um, last year I was cooking uh, all the time. Mm -hmm. And something happened in between. I think I started to work and I have less time and so on. And it's just, it really is a hobby that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I kind of uh, forgot about it. And most of the time I cook something like really fast and just to eat something, you know. And I have to admit most of the time I don't eat so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I do try and I know I have to, but yeah. like, no, give me like bread and some salami and I will eat that. But yeah, I do try and I do try to have awareness uh, around food. It's not so easy. Yeah. Every time. But when I do cook I and when I do desserts and so on, when I bake, I like to put some things on it or put something that looks just a bit different and so on. And I do enjoy making things with my hands. I think I said it in this podcast like for a hundred of times, <laughs> but I do enjoy that. And I think like preparing a meal for yourself that you know is healthy, is good for you, yeah. looks nice. I think it's like an act of self-love. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do like that part. And how about you, Carol? Do you cook all or... <laughs> Being Come a non-foodie, do you cook? I'm, I'm an American. We do microwavable meals here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. I don't mean to offend. There are plenty of fabulous Americans out yeah. there who cook really, really well. I am not one of them for sure. No, I, you know, I, uh, I laugh because when I talk to my mom about cooking, obviously I learned from my mother, whatever I learned in most cases, uh, and an occasional friend here and there, but in most instances it's, it was my mom and my mom, you know, she said it beautifully at one point, she told me, she goes, you know, Hey, I, I can't, uh, claim that you're some great foodie person because of me, because I cooked for survival. 
And so she said, I didn't cook, you know, and I, and she didn't learn to cook from my grandmother, um, for anything other than survival. It wasn't about like the enjoyment of food or it wasn't about, uh, you know, um, I don't know, experimenting with food, you know, trying different spices or different flavors or things like that. She said that she learned, you know, she grew up in an Irish household and uh, Irish heritage household, I should say. So Irish American. And she said, and her mother taught her, it was a meat, a, po a potato or a starch item on the plate and a vegetable. And that was it. And my mom is one of five and I'm one of four kids. So she said, I cook to get food on the table and get my kids fed and done. So she yeah. wasn't, I wasn't playing with, you know, spices and dressings and all that kind of stuff and making presentations. So for me, I learned cooking the same way. I put a starch, a meat and a and a vegetable on the table. And I cooked to just make sure that I had enough food to keep me going. So I never really appreciated food in a way that I have found some of my friends really appreciate it. And, and again, can take notice of spices and flavors and things like that. And I know people who can remember their like favorite meal. And to me, I'm going, uh, <laughs> spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> I'm good with that. Grandmom's gravy. Um, like that works for me. So it's, it's, a. the thing is what's so interesting or not interesting, but whatever, I would love to know how to cook better because as I've gotten older, I have recognized the importance of fueling my body better yeah. with the right types of foods. I have suffered immense challenges over the years with stomach problems and our listeners don't need to know about all the details. <laughs> However, what I will say is what I have learned, what fuels me versus really like after eating a certain meal and then immediately feeling like I wanted to fall asleep, I have started to really notice the effects of food on my body. And I would really like to know more about cooking with certain things, certain flavors, certain spices, and certain um, products and, and vegetables, more whole foods to know what's going to be good to, to experiment with and make fun meals and something that I'm going to enjoy eating. It doesn't have to be glamorous. It doesn't have to be fabulous. I don't want it to look like mush on my plate, but I definitely <laughs> want something that's going to be appetizing. So um, yeah, I don't know. That's where I sit. I'm not really a cook expert, but you know, what's interesting. We're talking about this. Of course, we plan to have, um, guests on later on in our season, of course, um, that will discuss some food stuff for us, which will be very helpful, but I die. I, I have to, I digress. I have to know for you, do you feel that you are a good cook? Oh, I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> You could have yeah. seen the response in her face. She just wore that on her face when she said that it was priceless. Yes, girl, you are confident. Okay, when are you cooking me dinner? I want to come experience this. Yeah, I, I don't cook for a lot of people, but yeah, I, I really want you invite you sometimes. Okay, um, I'm coming. Yeah, I, I just laughed a lot. I forgot your question. Uh -huh, do I think <laughs> I'm a good cook? Are you a good cook? I'm yeah. keeping an eye on our time too. We've got. Uh, got a few yeah keep going yeah I would I would say I'm a good cook when I feel like it when I don't okay. feel like it I just put something like uh, just to get over with just to eat something and so on all of my foods are eatable <laughs> but <laughs> yes good. some of them are 
of course, better than, than the others. And we have a saying in Croatia, something like, um, love goes through stomach. Yes. And the, the, do you we, have the we, same in? Yeah, we have something in English. I'm going to mess it up. In American English, we say the heart of a man is through his stomach. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. The heart of a man is through his stomach. Now, I don't know why it has to be to get to a heart of a man is through his stomach, but <laughs> hey, whatever. That's That was the saying we always had in English. Yeah, well, I wanted to say my husband really loves my food. And I think... <laughs> He's the happiest man when I cook something good. He's like, oh, you did this so perfectly. And I'm like, <laughs> See, there you go. All right. Well, I'm coming for dinner then. Yeah. But uh, it does. I just have to say it doesn't have to be complicated to uh, taste good and to look good. For example, yesterday I made, um, do you know, for a thing called... Um, how do you call it? A steamer, cook steamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Steam yeah. cooker, cook yep. steamer. <laughs> I'm yeah, not a sure. Steamer. We would just say a steamer. steamer yeah. yeah. Okay. So I made just like rice, uh, carrots, uh, broccoli, uh, salmon, and eggs, and something okay. else maybe. I'm not sure. Like you just put it there and you go you get a shower, you come back, your lunch is ready, and you have it for two days. And everything wow. is colorful and it looks great. I just made uh, a gravy, nice. uh, a sauce yeah. beside it. And I think it tastes wonderful. Hmm. So I don't know. That sounds pretty healthy. Yeah, I, I like simple recipes. Okay. I, I love that. So okay. th that would be my go-tos. Uh, make it as simple as you can and colorful. And you say you like simple recipes. Do you follow a recipe for that or is Never. throwing stuff together? So you're I, experimenting with things. Yeah, most of the times I'm just uh, throwing uh, stuff together. And um, I like periods of time when I have to like clean my refrigerator. <laughs> we have the most creative dishes ever. <laughs> Here we go with some pickles on the side. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I really <laughs> surprise myself. Delicious. <laughs> oh, it's not so bad. Okay, well, so, invite me for dinner when you don't have to clean out your refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do like to experiment with food, really. I like to uh, taste different things, to cook different things. Uh, I didn't, I also didn't come from family. My mother also did like uh, meat, uh, potatoes yeah, yeah salad that that was like the dish and maybe something some soups and so uh she never experimented too much but uh, i don't know i have this curiosity in me and it has to go somewhere so i experiment with everything and yeah my, my husband is more like he will he could eat same thing every day if he likes it okay. like i would flip out that's just not my thing i have to have diversity and i have Variety. to have choices and yeah, yeah variety so no you I go, ahead, to go say, ahead. Do, do you cook more or do you order or i, I don't cook that much at all no. okay. I mean, during during the pandemic of course yeah everyone was cooking obviously because nothing else was available right so i i found myself so one of my bigger challenges that i have one i'm a terrible cook anyway to start but the second challenge is my husband's vegetarian. So I came here and I'm a meat eater. I, I, I look my meat. So 
Um, I came How does through. that work? Yeah, that's a challenge. Exactly. Because, and granted, I'm not like a crazy meat eater. I mean, I, I enjoy chicken and I can enjoy a hamburger and a good steak every once in a while. I do not eat as much red meat, not nearly as much red meat as I used to. Um, and now on the whole, I don't eat nearly as much meat as I used to because, it's just so hard to cook it for one person anymore. You know, if I got better, this is the other thing. I don't know how I, it is in Croatia. So I'm curious for you to tell me in the States, you know, the big meal for us is dinner time. Whereas here it's lunch, you know, you, you cook a big meal for lunch and then dinner is like yalza or something small or a soup or something. That's still been a challenge for me because I have spent, you know, 40 plus years of my life living in a space where I eat a big dinner and that's the family time and everyone comes to the table at dinner and lunch has been, you know, little Lunchables or a microwave meal or something you heat up from leftovers the night before or a sandwich and a bag of chips. And that was, you know, common for me in, in growing up and in, even when I was well into my working career. So here having to make that shift and cook at lunchtime one i ain't got time for that i i, I don't have, <laughs> I, I don't have time for it right now i just don't i uh, even now that i'm working I, I still don't have time to like prep a meal and someone who's not a good cook like myself it takes me 10 times longer to put something decent together than it would someone who like you said you just throw it in the pot you go take a shower come back and poof you got your meal I, I would come back and it would be exploding over the stove or <laughs> it would be burnt in the oven or it would be totally inedible. So yeah, I but practice, practice makes progress. Yeah, so. I know. But when do I practice? So yeah, this is, this is the hard part. I don't, we don't order out too much, but when we're in a pinch, yes, we will definitely do that. But what we typically do, or I should say, I definitely typically do. My husband's go-to is cereal. 10 times out of 10, he'll do cereal. Me, I will throw, like you said, salami on some bread or something and snack on that. So it's not always the healthiest of decisions or choices either. So. Yeah, but that's life. We don't have to eat healthy like all 24 the time. 24-7? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but maybe like 27. <laughs> <laughs> we can try. We can try. Yeah. We can try. I, I just wanted to say that um, in Croatia is similar to Austria. Is it? And um, as you were, yeah, as you were talking, uh, I just realized I enjoy so much having um, to get friends from all over the the, the world and to see those differences. And mm. um, it, it's always uh, amazing for me to, to hear how different and how similar we, we are at the same time. Yeah. So in Croatia, we usually had big, big lunches. So still to this day, for example, at my parents' house, um, the, the biggest, uh, biggest thing uh, around food is Sunday's lunch. And mm. it's at noon and... No matter like what. Noon point zero. <laughs> and it's so crazy. <laughs> And it's, it's so funny, but yeah, I, I like that actually, to be quite honest. And most of the time we had, I'm not sure if you had something like that in States, I assume you did. Um, it's not cafeterias in, in companies, but it's like kitchens and yeah, you, we have cafeterias. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you can go there and eat like a complete meal. 
So yeah, those it, it's more like a big meal is for lunch. Yeah, definitely in in larger companies, I would say that's certainly yeah, yeah. an option. Not, I mean, nowadays uh, that's probably even shifted tremendously because of the pandemic and most companies going to like remote workforces and things yeah, like that. Obviously. But what's interesting, like if I think about the job that I had before I moved here, we would on Mondays we would have staff lunch and they would always order in some big meal from a restaurant nearby that was either some kind of like meat and vegetable and starch, or it would be pasta, or it would be big salads, or it could be something else. And then they would always have some sort of cookie or dessert. But I'll tell you what, a hundred percent of the staff after eating a meal like that, we all wanted to have nap time afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. this is what's amazing to me, because again, there's, there's upsides and downsides, I think to both, because in America, having the last meal being the biggest at the end of the night, then of course you've got that, all that food sitting in your stomach. And if you eat yeah. really late, this is not a good thing, obviously for your digestive system, but then also at lunchtime, if you eat something really big, we go into what we call the food coma and yeah. everyone's exhausted afterwards. You hit a wall and the productivity level just completely tanks. So it's, it's really interesting to see how it works, but in the States, we didn't, I didn't cook at all, you know, practically, or what I did in the States when I lived by myself, I meal prepped. And what I would do is I cooked all of my stuff on Sundays, for example, I'd go home and I'd cook a pork tenderloin. I'd cook my chicken. I'd cook a meatloaf. I'd steam my broccoli. I would make a batch of rice. And then I would break out everything, cut it into my portions and put it in my little Tupperware containers and shove it in the fridge. And when I left for work on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'd grab the dish and take it with me and heat it up in the office. And that would be, you know, that's, that's a great idea. I think. Yeah. And, and I think that's been a big difference too, because here I have realized so much is fresh cooked. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, there, there is no like frozen. I mean, there are more of, but I yeah. still find it to be so much more fresh cooked stuff rather than um, leftovers or frozen products, which is what I am so much more accustomed to in the States. So yeah. Hey, listeners, if you if you're a chef out there, actually I know one of our members who I would love to take an Asian cooking class from her. Lucy, if you're listening, sign <laughs> me up. At some point, I want to take one of your classes because I don't know if you've looked at her presentations and stuff of food. It's phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah, I can only imagine, yeah. Amazing, amazing. So, yeah, I I'm willing to take a cooking class if it's performed in English because I don't know enough <laughs> in German to be able to. <laughs> I, I would also like to share one tips and tricks. One tip, it would be a Please tip. Do. I don't use it right now, but when I did use it, it was really helpful to make a week plan of things you will eat. And okay. then you go buy on, I don't know, Saturdays, you go shopping and you have everything prepared for the week in front of you. And you know each day, what will you, what will you cook? Yeah. Because I uh, realized I lose a lot of time just thinking about what will I cook. Mm. So I sometimes I just stand in my kitchen and I'm like, oh, what should I cook today? What do I have in my refrigerator? What do I have here or there? And like half an hour is gone <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> so yeah, if you can prepare in advance, that, that would be a good 
advice that I will also listen to. That's a good idea. So, okay. Weekly planning out the meals is good. Okay. Another question, because I know we're almost at our time Mm -hmm. here. We're listeners. We're trying very hard to stick to a time frame this year. So, um, with respect to kitchen appliances, that can be anything from, I'll even say any pots or pans or whatever your go-to kitchen appliance. What's something that you cannot live without? Hmm, that's a, that's a great question and a bit difficult one for me. I would probably say my blender. Hmm. Yes, not the one we had before, uh, because I make smoothies all the time. Yeah, uh, I consider them to be nice yeah, <laughs> most of the course, time refreshing. they have really nice color yeah depend of what what you put inside they are uh really like uh, quick oh my god my brain just stopped working they're, uh, they, they're quick yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, that. yeah. and uh, most of the time they are they're really healthy yeah and um, so i like to prepare them a lot and uh, I used to do some other things with my blender as well. Like I made homemade Nutella or wow, yeah, um, peanut butter. And uh, I can't do it right now with this blender because it's a bit, uh, it's not so strong, but we plan to buy a new one. So yeah, hopefully I will do that again. And then I will, I will invite you to, oh, you could make American pa- pancakes and I could do like, Homemade Nutella and peanut Perfect. butter. And yeah, okay. It's a deal. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Sounds fabulous. And do you have your favorite appliance or? It would actually, you know, when I think about it, we were blessed to have been given the gift of a Thermomix, which. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. If you, do you don't know it? what it is, take a look at it. I will say this much. We don't use it as much as we should, um, but I do love it, but it's not my go-to. I have to say, I can't live without a standard mid-sized skillet. Uh, we like, we use a skillet for everything. What's a skillet? A skillet, like the flat frying pan. Just a oh, flat, okay. Okay. Just, okay. Yep, yeah, just yeah. a plain skillet, medium size. Ooh, we do eggs, yeah. we do vegetables, we do meats, we do his vegetarian stuff. We do yeah. little vegan sausages in it. Uh, we heat stuff up in it. If we have leftover yeah. pots, because we don't have a microwave here. So if we heat something up, we're either heating it back in a pot or the skillet or in the oven. Most of the time it's the skillet. So I think that is the thing that is either constantly dirty or constantly having to be cleaned, <laughs> um, which are basically the same thing, but yeah, because we, we use it all the time. So I, I wouldn't be able to do without some type of a skillet for sure. Yeah. I also have like, I think it's a book. Yeah. 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 And yeah, we we do prepare a lot of food in that also. And you really can. I mean, it's not the ideal space to prepare some stuff, but, or the ideal um, kitchen pan to prepare everything, but it really is a, uh, a staple in my kitchen if I'm going to do anything. Yeah. It's definitely the, the thing that I need. And do you have your favorite like food? Oh, that's a tough call. I'd probably say, mm, But see, here's the funny part. I can sit here and I can say Italian, Mm -hmm. but it's not authentic Italian. It's American Italian, right? You know, like meatballs, from my understanding, I could be wrong. So if any of our listeners are Italian, please correct me. Uh, Meatballs are not authentic Italian. Like that was an American Italian thing. I think I could be wrong anyway, but I, 
I have a very, um, what's the word I want to use? Limited menu of foods that I eat. So I don't, again, not being a foodie person, there aren't many things that I'm like, oh, absolutely. I have to have, you know, uh, Croatian cooking or Austrian cooking or something. Uh, for me, probably, I don't even know what you would call it. My plain eating <laughs> menu. <laughs> So you don't like to experiment with food too much or try no. new things. Okay. And I think a part of it is, you know, again, flavors for one, if I experiment, it could go very wrong. And yeah. that, that is terrible when that happens, when I've tried stuff, because I don't know what spices and flavors complement each other. So this is a challenge. So it can turn out really bad. Um, and unfortunately, because I've suffered from so many stomach issues over my, my lifetime, experimenting can get really challenging for me, for my stomach. I just, some things I just don't digest well then. And that's difficult. So I don't like to take too many risks because I don't want to be in pain after a meal and I yeah. don't want to be uncomfortable after a meal. And that's, that's hard. That's really, really hard. So, but yeah, I don't know. We don't have to end on that note. Let's think of something <laughs> a little bit more positive. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I have one. Uh, what did you eat in the past few days that was like, wow, for you? Oh, all right. Well, you have to think too, because okay. as well, I want to know for you as well. Um, oh, well, comically enough, I actually did have some phenomenal meatballs. I, was, I, I know <laughs> it sounds crazy. Meatballs. I know. What is it with me and meatballs? Uh, seriously. But there is something about when it's a good mixture of the, the meat and it's really well cooked and the bread to meat portion is really good. And they're of a certain consistency. And then you've got the gravy on top. <gasps> Mwah! <It> was <laughs> so I did have some really wonderful meatballs and I don't get them a lot here. So I was yeah. happy. Yeah. I, I'd have about to you? say, yeah, uh, mine was calamari. Oh, uh, from grill. Okay. Do you say it like that? Yeah. Yeah. Grilled as calamari. Yeah. Um, with uh, potatoes and yeah, I think that's about it. Mm. Aha, uh, there was like uh, a bit um, olive oil with garlic and uh, petersil or something, Ooh. and they were really amazing. Most of the time, I eat them. Uh, how do you say it? Get, get back in it in um, baked or, or fried, baked, fried, fried, fried. fried yeah, fried. thank you. Yeah, breaded and fried. Fried, and uh, I actually thought that they were fried, but they were not. Okay. But I'm so happy I decided to take them because they were so soft and yeah, they, they were just amazing. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole other thing too. Cause texture for me is a big thing. Like if it's too mushy or too soft, can't do it. Nope. Nope. I'm a crunch person. I like a crunch. <laughs> like if I order a pizza, it better stand up when I lift it up off the box of the plate, it's gotta be able to stand flat. You know, when I hold it from the crust, it's gotta be crusty, crispy, crunchy pizza. I, I have to say I was at one um, potluck dinner in yeah. the Sedville center. And it was really, they had this uh, presentation of cookbook and they did all dishes from the cookbook. And it was really, really interesting to try all different things that you don't usually try. Wow. And those are the things I like the most. When I can go somewhere and there's a buffet or like, and you can try a little from, from everything and 
then decide what's the best or yeah i i enjoy that so dear listeners if you're planning to have potluck dinners please invite andrea yeah (laughs) or buffets or something yeah i i do love that so there we go. We've got two requests to our listeners. Cooking lessons for anyone who wishes to offer them up. I'd be open again. And then anyone who is doing open buffet or potluck dinners, make sure to invite Andrea. <laughs> yeah. And we, when we will have our American pancakes date, yes. uh, then we will make a picture and prove it that we had it. Sounds good. I think yeah. that's the plan. Well, Andrea, on that note, I think we are at our time. So it was fabulous. Listen, I agree. Hope you enjoyed sharing the cooking thoughts with us. Um, we'd be interested to know. So feel free to mention on our Facebook page, if you'd like, what is your go-to cooking appliance or perhaps your favorite pan that you just can't live without. Or share uh, your favorite recipe. Yes. Or your favorite recipe, yeah. your favorite dish, whatever it is, please share, share, share. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, certainly keep smiling until next time enjoy grazie bis später tschüss